It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what that day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! Are they built for speed or for comfort? You'll get nothing and like it. Good! Georgian. Welcome in to the Morning 5 Podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 5th, and we are 21 days away from Christmas, exactly three weeks away from Christmas morn. Man, we are close. Dude. And it's three, three weeks? Right three around weeks the corner. Right around the corner, dude. Holy crap. Yeah, right around the corner. So if you haven't bought anything, folks, you are getting down to crunch time, honestly. Um, it's, uh, it, yeah, I mean, I can't believe that. Thankfully, I've bought stuff, so I'm good. That's good. Um, <laughs> That's good. I'm not completely done, but, you know, I think I'll get a little bit closer and then go panic shopping, but we'll be good. Yeah, yeah, that's how most people do. Like, we, we are... Uh, pretty much locked and loaded, but I'm sure like a couple days before we will lay everything out and realize that we probably didn't get, you know, like one or two things or something here or there and freak yeah. out and go out there. And you know how it is. Sometimes you go out shopping too and you buy like stupid knickknack crap that they're going to lose two weeks after Christmas anyways. Give a dog a bone. I hate doing that. <laughs> knickknack fatty what? Uh, <laughs> Billy, today is Walt Disney Day. Really? It is. Why? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It just is. I don't know why it's Walt Disney Day. Uh, Dece- right. December 5th. I don't know. If it was that, is that a significant day in Walt Disney's uh, life? I I should know that considering you know my parents. Yes. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Um, I have is it no- a birthday? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, no. No. Let's see. Walt Disney Day falls on the first Monday of December each year. Uh, it's an occasion, yada, yada, yada. So it's just the first Monday. It's not necessarily December 5th every year. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, in honor cool. of Walt Disney Day, you're supposed to dress up as your favorite Walt Disney character. Ooh. Yeah. What's your favorite Ooh. Walt Disney character? Yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I don't think I can. Because it's it's hard to dress up like a uh, stampeded lion. Um, okay, yeah, big fan of uh, Simba. Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah, his dad. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that not dude. good. <laughs> Make it dark this morning. Jeez, um, I saw a uh, I saw a meme this weekend that uh, made me laugh. Mufasa, Mufasa. I'm, I'm old. Um, but it was it was like for reasons um, millennials are emotional or you know whatever right and it had a picture of Simba like trying to wake up um, his dad Oof, Mufasa Oof. yeah yeah that's rough and then it also had um, Littlefoot trying to wake up oh, his grandparents grandparents oh. <laughs> jeez dude had, uh, and it had uh, the the kid from um, uh, trying to pull the the horse out of the quicksand in um, oh what movie was that never, 
Never, uh, never ending story. Yes. Never... Yeah. Was that it? Was that what that was from? So. Yeah. But yeah, the li- little fit, little foot, and uh, and Simba. Oh, that hit home, man. That's pretty good reason. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that. That oof, man. The little foot one. Good lord, that one was rough. That was uh, that was rough to watch. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I think I think my favorite Disney character that I would dress up today would probably be Jar Jar Banks. Um, he ranks right up there as my favorite Disney characters. I'd drink, you know, dress up as Jar Jar as a stupid Misa. elephant Misa. bunny. Misa. Oh, stupid. Misa, stupid. Misa ruining Star Wars. Uh, yeah, what a horrible character, George Lucas. What were you thinking? Uh, oh, speaking of pop culture, real quick, have you seen the uh, have you seen the trailer yesterday of GTA Six? No, dude, I have not. Oh, came out yesterday, and I've watched it probably close to twenty times. It's a ninety second, just kind of a promotional movie clip thing, and I can't wait. The, mo- the game doesn't come out until twenty twenty five, but it looks phenomenal, and I can't wait, man. I'm so jacked up. I love Grand Theft Auto games. Sorry, I spilled coffee on me. Hold on. It's okay. I had to speak. It was the same time. <laughs> uh, Billy, this, Billy, this past week in the Falcons beat the Jets 13 to 8. I got to watch like the fourth quarter of this one. Dude, really? This was the ugliest game I can remember watching in a while. Ever. It, it was bad. It, it was really bad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it was a game. Of, hey, uh, which one of you guys really wants to win? Because yeah. this doesn't really show. <laughs> On a bright side, the Falcons haven't allowed a touchdown in nine quarters. Yeah, and look at the opponents there. Um, <laughs> that's that's one thing. <laughs> um, on the other bright side, you know, I guess Ritter didn't look terrible. He didn't look terrible, but he certainly didn't look good. <laughs> He didn't look good either. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. Like this Falcons team right now, I I should be happy. We've, we've won two straight, um, but I'm not. I'm not happy at all as a Falcons fan. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you should be necessarily happy. Um, I, I think. I, I don't know. I, you know, maybe happy is not the right word. Maybe you should be happy because you're six and six and leading the NFC South, but you shouldn't be like over overjoyed or thrilled. You know, there's a lot of words, there's a lot of adjectives that you could use that I don't think you should use about this Falcons team. I, I think happy might be one of them that you could use, but it should be a very low on the happy meter. Um, like, like you knew no no teams in the NFC South were going to be good this year. They were all going to be crap, and they've lived up to the billing. Like Everybody's been terrible. Uh, and you just happen to be the best terrible team in your division right now. Uh, yeah, Ritter 12 for 27, 121 yards and a tud. Bijan looked... Bijan looked okay. There were moments that he looked really, really strong, and then there were moments that he looked terrible. Um... Kyle Pitts looked like he was a force again, which was good to see. Um, he was catching passes constantly. Um, defense looked really strong. Jesse Bates with another pick. Um, the amount of force fumbles that we created was was really good. 
I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm just still kind of in the meh area. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can I completely understand why. It was... You beat a crappy team. Uh, I mean, you won the turnover battle 3-0. That's, you know, that's something positive going forward. Uh, they they kind of screwed you on a scoop and score late in the game that would have sealed the game. Um, but it, it did, ended up not mattering because you still won the game. But that, that fourth quarter was... Some of the worst football I think I've seen all year. It was it, it was terrible, dude. It was it was awful. It, I mean, it was three and out, 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 three and out. It was it was so bad, man. And you know, reports Get have back. come out now that they're going to bench uh, Timothy Boyle uh, again and try to give Zach Wilson the starting job uh, instead. Zach of, like, oh, yeah, I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> yeah, Zach Wilson's like, I, I don't know if I want this, guys. Uh, so, you know, you beat a team that's in horrible, horrible turmoil. And I would say that's the one positive the Falcons have going for them is there's not really a ton of tor- turmoil down here. Like the quarterback position, obviously, isn't solidified, but it's nowhere near as bad as the Jets quarterback position is right now. Yeah, amen to that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's obviously not great, but it's not the Jets. As soon as a Ron comes back, it'll be better. But for right sure. now, it's just terrible it's yeah it's bad so falcons falcons get the win uh 13 to 8 what a baseball score there uh they are leading the division six and six saints lost so i think they have what a game and a half on the saints i believe i think so yeah i think it's a game and a half um yeah i think it's a funny funny tweet that i saw earlier in the game was especially after the safety Matt Chernoff said, this seems like a four to two game. Four to two is going to be the final score. After I saw that safety, I legit thought it was going to be like six to five. I thought the Falcons would kick like two field goals and then the, uh, the jets would kick two field goals. And that would be it. I thought that'd be a six to five baseball score. It was crazy. Uh, This also this weekend, Billy on the other side of football on the college side, we had the college football playoff selection, and people are up in arms about this, man. They are not happy about what the uh, the college football selection committee did, <sighs> leaving out a Power 5 undefeated football team. So if anybody doesn't know, Michigan number one, Washington number two, Texas number three, Alabama number four. So your first round of the playoffs is going to be Michigan versus Alabama and Washington versus Texas. Billy, how did the committee leave out a, a Georgia team that had won 29 straight in for large portions of the season looked like the best team in the nation. And the number two, how they leave leave out a power five team that was undefeated and won every single one of their games. Okay, the and Florida State fans are going to get pissed off at me. But oh no, you're about um, to shit on Florida State, aren't you? I I can understand the Florida State one more than the Georgia one. Wow! Uh, look, Florida State, Florida State had you know the strength of record schedule was 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 third, I think overall, but the strength of schedule was terrible. Um, it was like 55th or worse. I can't remember. Um, Florida State's you played in the ACC. Um, you you did go two and zero in the in the SEC, and, I, and that's that's something to say to to scream at. It was against a pretty good LSU team, and very then, good uh, LSU team. 
pretty bad Florida team. Yeah, that Florida team um, was terrible. <laughs> so those were your quality wins, right? Like Clemson's not great. Um, the Duke was Duke you know, was ranked when you beat Duke. I mean, Duke was a, Duke was a decent team this year. And where is Duke falling off? Um, they certainly still have a football team. I mean, if that's I yeah. mean, you know, they they ended the. Yeah, they don't have- anymore let's see what are they well they ended seven and five that's not terrible that's you know that's that's not, not terrible um you know this one of this with that yeah. uh but look they 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 went down the wire and had to go to overtime to beat a middle of the road clemson team which was meh you you say so, that but that clemson team did catch fire later on in the season I, as as but, much crap as I give Dabo Sweeney and mu- as much hate as I give them, uh, they finished off the season with wins uh, versus Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, UNC, and South Carolina, and finished eight and four. Like that, that Clemson team towards the end of the season turned into a very, very talented, good team. Okay, and that and that's fair. But at the same time, it was earlier in the year when they weren't playing good football. Yeah, it was like week five, I think. Yeah, they went down the went to overtime with them. Anyway. Um, look, it, Florida State just didn't have an impressive resume to me. They didn't. And I think you and I talked about this, you know, earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, this wasn't, you know, I'm happy that they went undefeated and they they probably deserved to be in in terms of being there and they will next year. But when the committee is looking at the four best teams, Alabama is going to be ranked or Alabama is going to be on a... Um, betting side of things, they're going to be the favorite. Washington's going to be a favorite. Well, Oregon would have been a favorite over Florida State. Um, you just can't you can't put them in. Um, so Georgia, on the other hand, I think here's the problem. There's there's so many. There are five really really decently good teams this year, and I can't say elite teams because. This year didn't really stream elite football teams this year for me. Um, Alabama has looked mediocre at, at times. Um, it took, you know, a prayer at Jordan Hare, as uh, Booger McFarland said, uh, for them to win against uh, Auburn. Um, Washington has had to, um, you know, have their moments. Michigan is, as well. Um, and But... For me, Georgia Georgia lost by three to a really good Alabama team, and that's it. That was that was their only loss, and that's tough to go from one all the way down to what did they get five or uh, six? Yeah, five or six. Yeah, I think it's five. Four, six. No, Florida State's a five. Golly, there was a five from left out, so they got ranked lower than Florida State, which is BS. Um. Dude, I don't know. I think Georgia got hosed. I do. But at the same time, it's like, who do you take out because of Georgia? Yeah, I, th- you know I think the I mean? committee I think the committee members got this one wholeheartedly wrong. Um if you want if you want the best teams, Georgia should have been in it. If you want the most deserving teams, Florida State should have been in it. And and you talk about Florida State not having an impressive schedule. Uh, I would like to recall your memory to the 2014 Ohio State schedule, uh, where they lost 35 to 21 at home versus Virginia Tech. Uh, I mean, they only beat uh, they only beat Minnesota by like a touchdown. 
Um, I think the Indiana game was really close. We had a third-string quarterback in there, and uh, that season ended up pretty well for us. Uh, we won the national championship. So I, I think the committee members taking into consideration that they're going to have a backup quarterback against FF for FSU is a disservice to a hundred something other kids on that football team that have earned and deserved the chance to play in the college football playoffs. It's, it's that question that what is the determiner for the college football playoff? Is it the four best teams? Because if it is, they also didn't get that right. Or is it the four most deserving teams? And if it's the four most deserving teams, once again, they didn't get that right. Um, I think this was a swing and a miss. I, I think Texas being in there should not have happened but you had to have Texas in there if you put Alabama in there, and that's what Boo Corrigan said. And I just I don't I don't understand that mindset. I I think if you wanted the most deserving, it was Michigan, Washington, Florida State, and Alabama. If you wanted the four best, it was Michigan, Washington, Georgia, and Alabama. Uh, and and I think they missed it on on both on on, on both platforms. I don't think they hit either the best or the most deserving. Um, so not, neither one of those boxes is checked for me. And this is what I love about the four-team playoffs. Um, this is the thing that I'm going to miss next year when they go to 12 is the debates and, and you know the controversy and leaving teams out. And Listen, folks, football is not a sport, number one. Number one, is it a business? Number two, it is entertainment. Number three, it is a sport. Uh, and anybody who thinks it is anything otherwise is, is just ignorant and incorrect. The college football in, in NFL is entertainment in a business one and two. It is a sport third. And this is what I love about college football is the exclusivity in the playoffs and the, the conversations it gives us and the back and forth that we have. Nobody would have cared in 2002 if we had a 12-team playoff that Georgia missed the playoffs. Nobody would have cared this year if we had a 12-team playoffs that an undefeated Florida State team missed the playoffs. Like, this is what the four-team playoff, and it's what the BCS gave us, and it's what, when writers voted on it, you know, 30 years ago, it's what it gave us was controversy and talking points and, you know, back and forth. It's what makes college football so legendary. It doesn't happen in the NFL because everybody in the NFL makes the playoffs, essentially. There's no... Uh, there's no controversy. There's no back and forth. There's no legends that are being made because one team didn't make it or one team did make it. You know, there's no what ifs in the NFL because every team makes it. And it's what makes college football special, in my opinion, and it is getting destroyed next year. Uh, but, you know, the college football playoff, in my opinion, got it wrong. Most deserving, they got it wrong. And best teams, they got it wrong, in my opinion. I mean, that's fair. I, I disagree with you on on... I'm looking forward to next year, but that's just because I I like to see more playoff games oh. because of I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see what people will do, especially like these games are going to be on campuses next year. It's going to be it's going to be fun for me. So I'm 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 looking forward to that. But. Can you really say you want to see the Ohio State team this year play another game? Yeah, yeah, I do. Why? I do want to see it. Why? Why? Yes. The reason is because I'm a fan, and, and as much as they've driven me crazy, and as much as you know our our team is in freaking turmoil right now, um, you know our quarterbacks in the portal, our wide receivers in the portal, like as much as all of that's going on, I'm a I'm a fan of Ohio State football, and I will sit down and watch Ohio State football any chance I get a chance to do so. I just I am. 
it's the same thing with the Falcons. I don't want to watch the Falcons, but I have to because I'm a fan. Like the Falcons are terrible this year and it's not fun to watch. Look at what, what we've done the last two weeks. It's not fun football to watch, but it's something that I have to do as a fan. Right. You have to do it, but you don't want to do it. And if you have an option to not do it, I would take that option. Like, are oh, you, are you going to watch the, are you going to watch the Missouri cotton bowl? Yeah, I am. Why? I'm telling you, I'm a fan. I want to watch my team. I got no interest in that game. I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch Christmas movies that night. I'm gonna watch Die Hard. I'm gonna get in the Christmas spirit. You, oh my god, <laughs> that's after Christmas. <laughs> uh, you know but, what I am? What is that? You ready? You ready? Three, two. One, go! Welcome to the Red Kingdom. Let's freaking go. Let's go. Dude, what a freaking game. That was, uh, that like I said it Friday night, man. That was everything it lived up to be. The Bowden versus Schley County repeat from the state championship last year. Two legendary teams. Two teams that have a ton of college prospects just littering the field. Amazing fan bases, amazing communities um, coming together and playing each other. Dude, what a game. That's what high school football is all about. And the thing that sealed it for me afterwards when I got home, I was looking through all the pictures and the videos and stuff. uh, The video that was taken from the front porch of someone that lives in Bowden and the fact that you can hear the crowd at Dwight Hochstetler Stadium, and you can hear everybody go mental when Devin Powell gets the game-sealing interception. Sent chills through my body, and that's why high school football is unrivaled in the entire world as a sport. It's so much fun, man. We had a great time uh, watching this game. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, dude. Number one on Schley County, he's a dude. He's a dude. He's, I saw him he's make okay. a catch. I saw him make a catch right in front of me that Caden Prothrow put his big paw on to stop the pass, and it still went through, and he still caught it on the sideline. I'll say it this. Was, I'll, I'll say this for number one. When he decides to play, he's a very good player. I'm not talking about zero, dude. I'm talking about one. Yes, one and zero are the exact same person. When they decide to play... They are very, very good. One and uh, zero one, took a lot of plays off. One looked pretty decent. Um, the only thing that kind of threw me off, and I was talking with the the line judge um, on the sideline, I was like, "Hey, uh, just he, he was like, one's pretty good." I said, "Yeah, he's also moving his feet right before the snap, so I would keep an eye on that." Dude, <laughs> that happened constantly. We were we were over there, and I was talking I was talking to uh, to Brad and Horsley about it. Uh, one was moving his feet, and zero and six, and they had another running back that was in the backfield. They would lean right before the snap too, and I'm like, "Why do they not call this? Like, that's a false start. You can't move." <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, that happened a lot. But kudos to Coach Finley and company. That that game was incredible. Wins 35-31, moves on to the state title next Monday night. Uh, we'll be there. Um, I'm, I bought tickets yesterday for for Gavin and I. So we'll we'll be in the 
stands cheering him on um, because regardless of if we got to call the game or not, I was going to be there for Bowden. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about this. Dude, I can't. I, I, the, the thing that impressed me the most about, uh, about Bowden was the fact that they took that Schley County did a really good job of taking away the option for Kyler McGrin to run. I don't know what McGrin's stats were on the night, but I can guarantee you they weren't where they usually are for for a big game like that. Schley yeah. County did a great job. That's correct, but they were still pretty pretty good. Let me pull that up real quick because I saw them and I was like, okay, that's pretty decent still. Like you think about the game that he had against Dooley, like he he was up over three hundred yards against Dooley, I think, uh, and that's yeah, like he was nowhere near that. Yeah, um, but he had um, all right. He was three for six for one hundred and forty-one yards passing and two touchdowns. Okay, not bad. Yeah, yeah, but that's not where Bowden makes their money. Agreed. Um, but he also was twenty-eight carries, one hundred and eighteen yards. If you um, if you told me if you told me that Kyler McGrin had almost thirty carries and barely got over a hundred yards rushing in the game, I would have told you that Bowden lost. Like that, yeah. their their offense this year, when you know, Schley had a great game plan. They came in and shut down Kyler McGrin and just everybody else. Jordan Beasley had a monster game, dude. I mean, he just. Carries 140 yards, three tuds. I don't know. I don't know if Jordan Beasley got brought down behind the line at all on Friday night. Um, he he might have had a couple runs that went for no gain, but I don't know if I remember seeing him getting tackled behind the line at all Friday night. Uh, I mean, and he just had some bruising runs, dude, just running over people. And the the, the three passes that Kyler McGrin completed were three daggers i mean they could not have been more impactful throws on the game so the the offensive play call congratulations and hats off for the offensive play call for for bowden because the fact that schley county essentially took away your number one weapon in kyler mcgrin and you still found a way to win against an insanely talented team that's phenomenal the defense was really good for bowden they got stops when they needed to on fourth down and towards the end of the game devin powell was a dude uh, with a with a touchdown reception and the game ceiling uh, interception. It was a uh, it was just a phenomenal game, man. It was a phenomenal game, and I cannot wait to see them against Manchester on Monday to try to get revenge for that loss early in the season. Yeah, that, that was huge. Um, like you said, the three daggers that were the the three passes, two to Devin and or excuse me, two to Caden, one to to Devin. Uh, Devin's ceiling interception defense looked really good but kudos again to this bowden team because let's not forget they lost 17 seniors to the uh <laughs> and Shalai lost four yeah and the fact that this offensive line looks dominant right now um i think they're gonna lose maybe one kid off this offensive line for next year and then everyone's coming back um that's scary you know isn't it isn't it though yeah that's scary um it, they're losing, you know, next year they're losing McGrin and Beasley um, in the backfield. But, you know, Connor Daniels has looked really strong in mop-up duty as well. So, I, dude, I don't know. This this Bowden team is is primed for 
it's going to be an interesting year next year because of Manchester coming into their uh, region, but um, we'll hit that next year. Yeah. So one more win uh, for a state title. And, uh, you know, Gavin and I will be there. Um, you bought tickets yet? Uh, no. Okay. Yep, we'll be there, though. Or I will be. Whether Bryce is it there or not, I'm not sure. I was right, trying to read get Bowden's to... basketball. Sorry, I was reading Bowden's basketball team. They were yeah, they were moving all their slates around and uh, all their schedules around, and I was making sure they didn't move uh, today's Mount Zion game. But they didn't. It's still there. Uh, let's get to the Marines' house scoreboard. Uh, according to you, there's nothing. Um, Temple played last night, didn't they? Yeah, they did, but it wasn't on the schedule. They won last night. Uh, Temple won last night 65-24 to 24, um, uh, over – I don't even know who they played, but it wasn't on their uh, – wasn't on their original schedule. Let me see if it's on Max Preps because they didn't. Uh, they won 65 24 over McNair last night. Okay. There you go. Excuse me. Big dub last night for Temple Tigers. Um, basketball. Um, girls won too, didn't they? Or was that? That was, was, that that was the girls. I don't think the boys played. And if the boys played, I don't have their. Let's see if they played. If the boys played, I don't have their score. Uh, let me see if they played McNair. They played. They, play, they, they did play McNair. Temple boys did play McNair last night, but I don't have their. Um, I don't have their schedule, and I'm going to assume that they won probably just as big as the girls did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Smith's four coverings games and events calendar in girls basketball. Bowden is facing is hosting Mount Zion tonight at six. Freeman is on the road against Ridgeland at six. Carrollton versus Hiram at six. And Villarick is on the road at Jackson tonight at six. And boys basketball, Bowden will be hosting Mount Zion. Freeman at Ridgeland. Carrollton at Hi- or hosting Hiram. And Heard County is on the road at Rockmark tonight at 730 in boys basketball. Flag football playoffs round one. Villarick is at Loganville at five. And Centrals versus Heritage at uh, GACS. Um, and I'm assuming that's probably around five or six as well. I would assume so. I looked on GoFan and um, it just said all day was the <laughs> was the ticket time. Uh, Villarica actually had a time for the game. Let me see if they've updated it on uh, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Uh, Central Play Heritage. So Villarica will go at 5 p.m. at Loganville and Central will play Heritage at 6 p.m. at GA. CS uh, Heritage eleven and five on the season. Our Central Lions uh, fifteen and five on the season. All right, I'm trying to figure out what Loganville is. I'm surprised. As good of a season as a uh, Villarica flag football had this year, I'm kind of surprised that they weren't hosting. Yeah, they were really good. Oh, Loganville was seventeen and two. <laughs> that's oh, what, oh that, yeah, Loganville's really. Good. <laughs> that's why they're hosting. <laughs> Billy, need another cup of coffee. Uh, I need what? And then another cup of coffee. Uh, Billy, would you like another cup of coffee? Yes, I need another cup of coffee. Brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Century Twenty One Novus Heisman Trophy names Daniels, Harrison Jr., Knicks, and Penis Jr. as their finest. You fine with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. You fine with that? I don't, I don't think anybody else deserves it. Um, Who do you think wins it's it? It's probably going to I think Jaden Daniels yeah, wins it. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, with you on that one. 
I think he's the most deserving. Uh, Tiger Woods is now number 898 after the 18th finish at the World or the Hero World Challenge. Yeah, that's that's probably accurate. Moving on up, baby. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Top 20 finish for Tiger Woods. Let's go. Let's go, Tiger. Top 20 finish. He, he's still, like, he's in his 40s now. Um, look, it, <laughs> I would never want to play Tiger in golf ever because I would, would be terrible. Will Tiger Woods him. win another PGA Tour event before he retires? Yes. I like it. I'm with you. I'm on, yep. I'm on, I'm I'm on the train. In. I'm on the train with that. Uh, Jaguars Trevor Lawrence injures his ankle late in overtime loss at Bengals. Yeah, that sucks. It does. Um, it, and the bad thing is, is it, they lost two last night, didn't they? Yes, they did. They lost by three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That Bengals team is not good. No, but they're not. You know what? I'll say this. Um, that quarterback that they is filling in for... Uh, <laughs> For Joe Shiesty, for uh, Joe is pretty decent, man. Yeah, he's uh, not bad. Uh, like Brown. he was fifteen of sixteen at one point in the night last night. Yeah, Jake Browning's a, a decent football player. He's, he's the old Washington quarterback. Remember? Yes, that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah he's from he's the old Washington quarterback. I, I want to say this is like the first action he's had this year. Is the first action he's had. Uh, all year, yeah, he was the Jake Browning was the quarterback for Washington uh, when Ohio State played them. Uh, oh my God, man! I don't know eight eight years 18? ago, six years ago. Hmm, I don't remember when that. Maybe, maybe you're right. Um, let me see if I can find it here. What year was this? Uh, yeah, I think so, somewhere around there. But yeah, he was there. he was their quarterback. He, he looked good, dude. He looked really good. I I hate it for Trevor Lawrence because the Jaguars are having a a very uh very good yeah eighteen. You nailed it, man. Good job. Dwayne Haskins. Hey. Dwayne Haskins was our quarterback then. R.I.P. Uh, linebacker Shaquille Leonard joins the Eagles over the Cowboys. Of course. <sighs> yeah the, the 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 good not the great the good get better. Uh, I would call the Eagles great, but we saw what the 49ers did to them this past weekend. That was disgusting. Uh, that, that was a. That was. You a, think that was edge? That was a butt whooping. <laughs> Holy smokes! That was a butt whooping. Uh, International Ice Hockey Federation to mandate neck guards. That's probably fair. Yeah, that probably needs to happen. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, you know, after watching that video over and over and over again, like the NHL and how the IHL has. Yeah. I don't blame them. Um, yeah, that that's horrifying, and I never want to see that again. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, a young man got his uh, neck cut in a game in England in October. Um, uh, Twenty nine years old, got his uh, passed away on the ice. It was it was not good. Yeah, I'm I'm in favor of neck guards. I think that's a smart decision. Uh, Jim Leland enters the 2024 Baseball Hall of Fame after getting voting in. By contemporary committee. Kudos to Jim Leland. He needed it. He should have been in a long time ago, man. He was a hell of a manager. Um, he was always right there next to uh, Bobby. He should have been in, like voted in, you know, normal. But you know, whatever. 
long as he's in. Right. Kind of surprised me that he's not that he wasn't in there. I didn't know he wasn't in there until yeah. you put this on the sheet. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. One of the greatest uh, pictures of Jim Leland is him uh, way back when, way way back when, uh, managing. I don't know what team he was managing, but he was just sitting there smoking darts. I mean, just burning yeah. through them in the uh, in, in, in the uh, dugout. Pretty yeah. amazing. <laughs> he was the Pirates uh, manager at the time. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's pretty pretty classic. Uh, University of West Georgia Wolves named Joel Taylor to the head coaching position. The former Mercer Bear defensive coordinator will take over the program after David Dean stepped down. Kudos to West Georgia. Good pick. Um, and he will take over for their Division One year, which will be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what changes are made out there. I went to my first University of West Georgia football game this year, man. And that's that's a pretty cool experience. I liked it out there. A little pissed off I yeah. couldn't buy beer everywhere in the entire stadium. Um, that's a horrible <laughs> oversight. Once again, I don't know what we're doing there. Um, I would say the same to Georgia. But I think they did have a beer garden or something that you go hang out in and have a couple of beers. We had our entire football team there, so it kind of looked bad if the head coach just left the whole team there by themselves and went and had a couple of beers in the beer garden. But I thought about it for a couple of minutes, you know, popping over there and having a beer. So we will be back, man. I can see I can see myself when uh, when my kids get older getting University of West Georgia season tickets and going out there and tailgating and stuff. It's a good time. It's a really good time out there. And yeah, it's local team and um good people out there too i don't know half the time i'm out there i gotta listen to some jabronis on the mic though they're they're kind of aggravating some guy named skinner yeah skinner when i was out there some guy named patrick edson oh. i think was there uh yeah he's in pa yeah. and then, uh some guy uh some guy named kate Perrion's gonna be on the sidelines too and and then some oh. some dude was helping out the night i was there that was doing he was doing uh color or something named nick white it, oh man oh. the just a just a crew of of truly distasteful people every single one of those people like dearly if we didn't love them we wouldn't give them a hard time uh today in 2017 russia is banned from the next winter olympics in south korea over state sponsored doping Ah. Ah. (laughs) out of all the horrible things the russians have done we got them on doping to kick him out of the the Olympics. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else to add today, man? Uh, let's get out of here on a Tuesday. Let's get it's out a Tuesday. Of it, it is a Tuesday. Yes, it is a Tuesday. <laughs> Folks, for anybody that doesn't know, we started the podcast off originally this morning, and I hit the Monday opener. Uh, today is Tuesday. Tuesday. I was trying to set us back today. Today is Tuesday, December 5th. Everybody have a wonderful Tuesday, and we will see you tomorrow morning on Hump Day here on the Morning 5. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!